Frank Smith, a former coxswain of the Sogum lifeboat, and lived here for 64 years. It was blowing, it, you know, it just came from nowhere. It just started to really scream up the harbour and a lot of wind, the bar was breaking and a lot of people watched us go out and we got out clear and it just didn't seem that bad really. It was rough, but it wasn't horrendous. And we got out around the start and we were out for divers, believe it or not, in the rubber dinghy and they were on the Scarry's Bank, which is a um, sandbank east of the start. And I don't think we really appreciated how bad it was there. And we were running up with a sea behind us and uh, it, was, it was poor, you know, and a big, big sea picked us up and threw her down to starboard. She started running down the face of this sea. I was sat by the engine room bulkhead on the radio and um, I looked behind us and I thought, you know, this is poor. And as the sea broke, it knocked... We had a canvas cover in the back of the wheelers and it just smashed that in. She was in the motions of going to starboard where her anchor is and she just, she buried her foredeck and then she twisted herself in and went right round, right upside down. What we had, they put an airbag on the stern which inflated when she went upside down, which brought the boat back upright. Well, you forget it was there to be honest and you're down below and as she started to go, I remember seeing the water go to the top of her door and she still had the momentum to carry on. She, di she didn't feel like stopping. I, I don't know about this. And then the radar I could see where I was sat, that started to go underwater and she was still going. So we're going to capsize here. And she did. She rolled right upside down. And we had our life jackets on, so we were trapped. So the, the deck became the deck head the deckhead became the floor so it, everything was upside down obviously so you didn't really know where the heck you were and you know to go aboard a boat nearly every day of your life when you're looking after her and then be capsized and that didn't have a clue where you were it was a bit air racing really and trapped underwater as well and then eventually the airbag went off and you remember just seeing a clump of light about the size of your fist as she started to come out of the water, as the wheelhouse door started to come back out of the water, and she emptied herself within seconds. The unfortunate thing was we had guys on deck as well as down below, and um, Roger Evans and Dave Lambert were up on the bow. Uh, Roger was a year and age specialist, and David was a fisherman. And when she went upside down, the guardrails became a fence because they were also trapped on the deck. So... They too had forgot about the self-riding. They could, they had more daylight than us because it was daylight, luckily. And they even they've unclipped themselves and they put their clips in their pockets to get out under the guardrails as she started to come up right. And David felt something come across his chest, and it was the exhaust system. And he was at the top of the mast when we came up right. And if he'd have missed that, I seriously think he would have been killed. But before that, we, we'd we lost, as we capsized, we lost a man overboard, uh, Mike Hicks, he, he'd just gone out the wheelhouse, shut the door as all this was going on, so he hadn't had time to clip himself on. So he got washed overboard, and um, we were, you know, we when we come up right, we had to, you know, make sure everybody on board was all right, the coxswain made sure everybody was... We were all there that we had and 
we had to go back into the sea that capsized us bow into it to pick him up. And the first time we had to turn round, which was the most dangerous part. As we steamed back, um, a big sea again, about the size of the one that capsized us, started breaking and we had to veer away from him because we were frightened of hitting him with a lifeboat. You know, we'd have killed him if that had happened. So we we had to go turn again and turn again to go back and the second time we got him. But he's probably one of the rare crew on a offshore lifeboat that's actually seen a boat upside down on service. I, I said to him once, uh, what were you thinking? He said, oh, stop messing about and come and pick me up, sort of thing. Yeah. I am Elodie Broy. I am crew at Chiswick Lifeboat. If you want to hear more stories from the RNLI's 200 Voices collection, then head to rnli.org forward slash 200 Voices or subscribe to the RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. 200 Voices is produced for the RNLI by Adventurous Audio Limited.